0: Hello, and welcome to the Original Remake Podcast, where we discuss and compare an original film and its remake.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Original Remake Podcast, where we discuss and compare an original film and its remake. Ultimately, we seek answers to three questions. Does the remake do justice to the original? And if you just watch the remake... Do you get a good sense of why the original was successful or not successful and thus remade? But most of all, which movie to watch, the original or the remake? All right, Peter, I know that this is the episode you've been waiting for because you are probably the biggest point break fan that I know. Uh, Maybe even the biggest point break fan ever on this planet. Uh, Yeah. So let's hear a little bit since you usually do the original. You're so familiar with the Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves one.
0: Let, let's hear your uh, your introduction to this this classic film. You know, I, I kind of misremembered the the movie a little bit. I, I thought Demi Moore was in this, and uh, I was when I didn't see her. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know how my really dog weird. feels
1: about Demi Moore. That's the only time he ever like watches a movie is whenever she's in a film. He'll look up at the screen when she's on. I find that very strange. That my dog is such a Demi Moore fan but that, he, he that would have appreciated that.
0: His favorite movie must be Striptease. Uh,
1: you know, I've not shown him that yet. He's not quite of age. Uh, Bert we, Reynolds is in it, though. I, I, you know? I've i seen it, but he's just not old a, enough to see remake, it. Original uh, remake alum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's
1: more of a, a few good men
0: uh, got guy, okay. which is also a good yeah. choice. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I like her in that movie as well. Uh, so my, my, fer- my favorite movie here of all time, uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow, and the stars uh, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey, and Lori Petty. I, I think I'll just leave it at that. Well, we'll throw in John C. McGinley, uh, yeah. who um, I, I think this is where he created his character from Scrubs. I mean, he's even got his uh, sleeves rolled up in this movie. Um, it's about um, a star or former star quarterback, uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, that um, beat my Ducks uh, a couple years back in national title game or was that last year i don't know i'm
1: either way i feel for you here in kentucky we're not we're not a fan of our neighboring state of ohio so we would pull for uh-huh. oregon in that match up
0: you know did you hear about how uh oregon to ohio they changed the oregon town name for for, oh, yeah. for the day because of that yeah okay all right ohio well, we see you okay um so johnny utah who um is a former quarterback, uh, from Ohio State. He is now a, a uh, like a, is it spe- a special agent. That's the word I'm looking for. He's a special agent that, uh, starts, uh, I don't know. I, I guess there's some bank robberies with some guys, uh, in president, former president masks. And, uh, he's out there with, uh, Gary Busey, who is a, a veteran, uh, fellow agent. And Keanu Reeves infiltrates, uh, the, the surfing. Just, no, the surfers. He infiltrates the surfers trying to crack down on these, uh, these bank robberies. Uh, apparently there's like, what, 30? 20, 27 or 30? Those two numbers stick in my head for whatever reason. And, um, But that's pretty much it. It's a a, a heist movie. It's a crime movie. Um, Probably an inspiration for the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) I I would
1: say that uh, as our previous two episodes were on uh, Star Wars: uh, A New Hope and The Force Awakens, and then this one is two, (laughs) right? And then we went back to uh, The Hidden Fortress. We could have easily done that with Point Break. You know, we'd scheduled just this because there was a remake with the same title. But Fast and Furious is pretty much the original Point Break with street racing over surfing, almost exactly. So, uh, And and for my money, a much better remake than what we got this time around. Um, the remake is directed by Erickson Core, who I'm not familiar with as a director. I'm looking at his IMDb. He has uh numerous screen credits as a director of photography, including uh The Fast and the Furious, so I can definitely see uh why they've you know hired him for this gig if they're wanting a similar type of movie which was similar to the original that they're remaking. Uh it stars Edgar Ramirez, who I like. Um he was recently in Joy and uh Zero Dark Thirty, uh also directed by Catherine Bigelow of the original Point Break. And i'm not familiar with luke bracy who plays the counter reeves character who plays johnny utah to ramirez uh to his patrick swayze's bodie i believe he's been in like a nicholas sparks movie uh before one of the, the many uh yes uh the best of me so I'm not familiar with that i did see the november man where he faced off against pierce brosnan but pierce brosnan is uh so strikingly handsome and charismatic, I didn't even notice that uh, this Johnny Utah was on the screen. So for me, I came into this with no real attachment to it, and I was a little bit defensive that they were even remaking the original Point Break. Uh, they're getting rid of the surfing to a certain extent. They're uh, they're basically making them just extreme athletes in every capacity, uh, be it uh, rock climbing or uh, skydiving. Like it, it doesn't strict. Uh, it doesn't stay strictly to surfing, and uh, in some ways that could be cool. So um, let's talk about that first. Peter, did you like that they expanded their their crimes, uh, that their their heists actually incorporate the uh, sort of extreme sports as opposed to just pulling up in a car with a mask on or robbing a bank?
0: No, <laughs>
1: that's a short answer.
0: Uh, but but I see why you know they're uh, i i understand this uh, ozaki 8 you know these ordeals that they uh must complete to achieve you know the ultimate nirvana so i get why they expand around the world but i don't like it um these these ordeals you know they're they're very dangerous the man who came up with the ozaki 8 mr ozaki himself died like during the third ordeal And to watch this movie and to see these three guys, you know, I think uh, uh, Johnny, um, I I forget his original name because they're saying Utah is actually a a YouTube nickname of his. Which, uh, another reason, I mean, not another reason, another thing I don't like. I I don't understand why they had to throw that in there. Uh, I'm thinking it feels like this
1: movie... Thinks the original Point Break is too silly or goofy to adapt uh, to a 2015 film, and it is silly and goofy, and it's extremely charming. Like a, a lot of people, including myself, uh, you know, saw it as a kid and and love it. And even as you get to be an adult and you see this sort of, I don't want to call it awkward bromance between Swayze and Reeves, but I mean, it's it's silly. The the fact that you have a cop, especially in one sequence with Counter Reeves, where he's willing to jump out of a plane out of anger without any sort of parachute just to like get his man. Like it's, it's that type of over the top ridiculousness. With the, the new one, you know, changing the name Utah, making it like a YouTube thing, it also seems like it's coming out of a, a tragedy that happens in the first film where he loses his, his brother or his partner, like his, uh, doing a stunt. On these, uh, like Utah cliffs or whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I I took it as I I think it was a friend. I I thought it was a brother uh, at the beginning of the movie, but um, even that sequence itself, I'm just like, no, you know, I just I off the off the off the top, I did not like the opening. I'm just like, oh okay, okay, and uh, I have to say, I I obviously have not uh, not seen either of these movies. upon reviewing them and i know you and carly suggested that i watch the uh, original first i just wasn't able to get that in um leading up to watching the uh the remake so i watched the remake first and then i watched the the original the next day um so so watching the original i kind of went in with thinking that uh, you know that it was probably going to be very similar and, uh, I was wrong. You know, there, there are a lot of differences and I sat during, well, watching the original trying to figure out what was the remake thinking. Like, are we doing, <laughs> like, are we doing a remake or are we going to try to take, to, uh, take the concept of the original movie and make, and do something our own. So I felt like, uh, Mr. Mr. Erickson core here couldn't decide exactly what he wanted to do with the movie. You know, like, like, uh. A natural remake or like an inspiration because it was a little bit of both. Like I felt like the first first half, you, you know, is it, a pretty good remake. You know, I, I I can see the similarities, and then like the second half is a completely different movie. I'm like, what the hell is this? I mean, the remake becomes like a a uh, like a documentary in extreme sports. You know, like it, it, yes, it's very beautiful and, and things like that, but what takes what what the movie loses in me is is just these guys that are tempting the Ozaki Eight. They're just they're too flawless, you know. Because these ordeals are very intricate, you know. Uh, again, Ozaki the guy himself died like on the third ordeal, and these other guys can do most of them, you know, no problem. And I know Johnny mentions that these guys they they're they don't miss a step, you know. They're they're perfect, but. We don't see like not even a montage of these other guys like practicing or anything like that. We're just to assume um, that they're that good. I mean,
1: I, I don't know. Well, I, I think it just I think that's an issue just with the entire film. It, it they make these characters insufferable uh, to listen to. I mean, the, yeah, the Edgar Ramirez, um, you know, him as an actor, I like, but his version of Bodie just pretty much lectures you to death. He is like uber extreme sports hipster and yeah. everything he speaks in is like a it's like one of those stupid like quotes that people pass around on social media like those like daily inspiring quotes like that's how yeah. he, he thinks he's like yoda or something of like the extreme sports world and it gets it's really obnoxious to listen to and that also goes to this version of utah when he's working you know in the office. Um, he'll have you know partners there's uh Delroy Lindo I think is his uh you know the the supervisor over him and this you know this special agency to track these guys down and yet he's always the smartest guy in the room and what I like about the original is uh you mentioned Gary Busey is Count Reeves' partner and he's the the veteran the sort of local cop in Los Angeles who's been on the case for some time and they allow him to be right many times P- pretty much he's the one with the theory like hey these are the guys these guys are surfers and he points uh, Keanu in the right direction, and then Keanu is pretty much there just to, you know, to surf. Like he he's not really a thinking man here. Everyone is too perfect in the new Point Break, and that, as you said, that goes to the physicality of it. Like we see in the original, when Swayze decides to go for it to push things a little more with the robberies, uh, he screws it all up. Yeah, his men are not capable of going that extra step in that, in that world. Sure, they're great surfers, but it doesn't mean that they're suddenly, you know, Robert De Niro from Heat as far as bank robbers. And so you see people get shot and killed. And I feel like the way they deal with death in the New Point Break is like, I don't know, like, you know, it was meant to be they are now one with extreme sports force. Like they show no, (laughs) they show no loss really. Uh, or pain about losing like one of their sort of their brothers in this, this quest. And that, I don't know. I, I found that to be obnoxious. Like that, that just basically means I'm rooting against all of these characters. I want them all to die soon.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't like how in the remake, um, you know, as everyone was to uh, accepting of their death, you know, there's, there's nothing poetic about it to me. I, I just, I rolled my eyes. Um, which you know, a funny thing is you just brought up Gary Busey. So when the I was watching the original, and then the the, the credits came up, you know, in the opening scene, it's like Gary Busey's in this movie. I mean, that's <laughs> that's how detached I was from this movie. Like I I just I, I never heard anything about it. I've always seen the cover box, and so I mean that 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 just shows. Like I guess I, I grew up with the wrong friends. You know, that didn't introduce me to this movie. But yeah, I, I can had, agree with that. Yeah, I, I had no idea what the movie was about. I, I didn't know Gary Busey was in it, and that's another thing too. Like uh, Pappas, you know, is Gary Busey's character. Yeah, he's uh, a veteran um, agent here that not a lot of people like. They just think he's weird, you know. I, but well, I think he's, everyone's he's Gary Busey, so of course well, he's easy, be weird. right. Right. I was gonna say, but I'm sure they're all you know acting as if he's really Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. But um Pappas, uh, played by Ray, is Ray Winstone, right in the mm-hmm. in the remake. I I didn't really care for his character, you know? And, and so I was really surprised to see how much more of a part Gary B.C. played uh, in the original. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Johnny real quick. Uh, one of the big differences that, um, that I kind of did take note of the two movies is that the original, they have that uh, beach scene, you know, when they first meet, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Johnny plays... Uh, football and that's where I'm trying to is, is that where Johnny football that nickname is that where this came from or something you know because he's a quarterback and his name is Johnny Johnny Utah Johnny I, always, I always thought it was uh Johnny Unitas which they I think they also call him that as well like in uh, in passing like a joke right yeah they, they joke about it and I, I read it was also like kind of a play on Joe Montana you know so Johnny Utah um Yeah, and then in the remake, they they have that scene on the boat, you know, and that that didn't play well for me at all. I'm just like, uh, you know, yeah, party on the boat. There's nothing that I I, I think that the regular person cannot relate, you know, to that scene. Uh, You go on this expensive yacht, there's a huge party, beautiful girl, you know, as opposed to beach, right, playing football. Everyone can relate to that. It just seemed more real that way. And so when the remake, you know, has this whole scene on the boat and then him and this girl go deep sea diving in the middle of the night, I just, I'm just rolling my eyes. I'm like, this is, this is dumb. And I hadn't even seen the original yet to even compare. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, Man, I'm not liking anything about this movie so far.
1: I can, let me just be crude for, uh, two seconds here. And I, I apologize to all of our, uh, female listeners, but, uh, I like, uh, got a text message. from our mutual friend Dave of pop culture case study when I was in the theater. And I was like, man, I was like, I would walk out on this movie if I was not covering this with Peter. Like I would just, I was like, I've seen enough. I don't, I don't like this at all. And that party sequence, uh, when uh, Utah and this character, the basically the Lori Petty character played by Teresa Palmer sneak off. It has one of the most like gratuitous, like ass shots. Like, maybe in film. Like, it was very much like Fast and Furious, where it's like, it is supposed to be nighttime, and the camera just lingers on her butt. And so I decided to stay. It's basically the end yeah, of that it, story. <laughs> I decided it, to stay the and cleavage watch the just what made me stay. <laughs> okay, so we, me and you, you know, we had a different, uh, different approaches there as far as what we were focusing on, but it, it did its job to basically uh, get me to stay there. But, it is a ridiculous sequence. Uh, you brought up, uh, Pappas, the Ray Winstone uh, version here of Gary Busey. What is he doing there? How does he appear? Like, because in the original, they make a pretty clear distinction that Gary Busey would not be accepted by these servers. He couldn't just suddenly roll into their their football or a barbecue party or anything like that. Like, they would know, like, uh, what is this old man doing hanging out with us? That's kind of the reason for Keanu Reeves. And Pappas, it just seems like, is just always just, like, hanging around. And no one's ever like questioning who he is, but he just will just suddenly appear and start talking to to Utah and giving him advice. And I thought that the original did a really good job. Like there was a sequence where Gary Busey thinks that Keanu Reeves is in trouble. He like can kind of see the beginnings of a fight, and so he r- runs over to the beach. But by the time he gets there, you know Swayze's already come to Keanu's rescue, and so then he's he he acts like he's racing over there to look for his dog and. I I really thought that uh, I,
0: actually uh somebody stole his radio or something. Oh yeah, that's what, the dog is yeah. the
1: dog is the next time. It's like on, lying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought that was a really great scene cuz it got me. i you know, I thought that uh Busey was going to fuck it up, you know, mm. and, and and say something wrong and I was like uh it really caught me off guard. I'm like, "Oh wow, man, looking at him, he was able to think on his feet cuz You know, because at that point they didn't know that Swayze was uh, bad yet. Mm -hmm. You know, just uh, he was with somebody else. So undercover, I get it. That was just uh, very good directing at that point. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought that was a very good scene. But the way
1: they use Pappas in the new one, he's basically just there to remind Utah, "Hey, you have a job to do." I I don't feel like he ever imparts any particular knowledge that the character really needs. Like it just seems like he's there
0: to lecture him like a parent. I, I didn't even take it, take him as like a, like a special, special agent. You, you know, he was just like a contact, yeah, you know, uh, overseas and he was just going to be driving Johnny around. That, that's all <laughs> I took from, from his character. But, um, let me see, what were some of the other differences? So I thought it was really, uh, really weird that they did change, um, from Johnny being an extreme sport athlete, uh, slash YouTuber to wanting to join the police force where in the original we start with Johnny Utah like in uh not well he's he's doing like uh I don't think he's starting his training but he's he's doing um he's at the shooting range and so, so off the bat he's he's already an agent but I think he not got a promotion but is doing something different right does he i don't know if it's a transfer or something like that he's he's
1: definitely not uh native to the area of los angeles like he's he's coming in new he doesn't really know the 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 locals like gary busey
0: right yeah see so they they completely changed that
1: and well also make
0: you know in the original
1: he has he's a football star that's how they they know him that's Swayze sort of lets him in the circle just because he's somewhat of a, a minor celebrity uh, from his college days.
0: and In the Rose Bowl, which Oregon has gone to uh, a few <laughs>
1: times. We're going to have to make sure to tag this episode, uh, uh, Oregon football or something, get, get some yeah. extra listeners. Uh, but he has an injury. Uh, you know, he blows out his knee, I think. And uh, th- so you, you can kind of infer, like, okay, so this guy was really athletic – Uh, he's probably an adrenaline junkie. Like he looks the the rush of like that sort of physical activity, that sort of, you know, win or lose mentality. And so you could see, I, you know, if his football days were over, how he would get to that point, uh, a YouTuber, like, you know, basically being promoted by this world's version of like Mountain Dew. I have no idea how that particular person would suddenly become like an FBI man. I have no, that just doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah. And also he's tatted up too. And I, I understand it like the FBI and agencies like that, they wouldn't take people with that because you have markings, you know, Mm -hmm. it's too easy, you know, to, to point you out and things like that. So uh, (laughs) yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I, if I, I, that's correct, but I, I swear I've heard that before and, you know, and it makes sense. So I don't know. I just, I, I didn't believe it. Um, this, uh, this, this actor, what's his name again? Something Bracy Luke Bracey, yeah. Yeah. He's like a poor man's Chris Hemsworth, right? I mean, he's also Australian, he's got the hair. Um, maybe they wanted Chris and he said no, cause I'm still doing Thor and Marvel. I mean, he's got that Marvel money too, so, you know, but goodness. I, well, he has no charisma I, whatsoever. No, here. he doesn't. That's what I was getting at. Like I, yeah, I don't know this guy and I was hoping he was like one of those, no names that can be very charming, but he doesn't have that. He's just kind of, Oh, I'm so sad. My friend died at the beginning of the movie it's hanging over me. And I need to, I need to follow up with this. I need to crack this case. I, I need, I need, I need. So, um, very, very much like Star Wars, you know, where you have, uh, Kylo Ren, you know, just <laughs> wanting, wanting to be the best. And, um, you know, it's clearly uh, an inspiration for Star Wars. <laughs> I would say, you know, I'm I'm not the world's biggest Force
1: Awakens fan, although I did uh, like it. But since I don't love it, uh, people think I hate it. Um, I would much rather have a character like that uh, be the villain, who's you know is kind of obnoxious in his his grief, and instead here, this is supposed to be our hero that we're rooting for. And I, I don't, I actually have no rooting interest whatsoever in this one. You know, that's what I think is great about the original is. You could easily root for Keanu or Swayze, really. I mean, they're because they give them about equal time. And yes, uh, Swayze is an armed bank robber, but he I, didn't have an ounce of body fat on him. Did you see that, that, <laughs> that physique? I did. I, I paused it numerous times and would rewind.
0: So uh, that beat oh, the Teresa Palmer uh, booty shot. Uh, easily oh uh, okay i was i thought you were gonna go with the roadhouse which i gotta say i did like that uh, the little inside joke there pat uh patrick's roadhouse
1: yeah um yeah we could have had a a nice ass shot would have really hit the spot for point break
0: with swayze but some some yoga on the beach oh yeah, yeah. i could have taken that
1: <laughs> um but you know, even the the their stakes I can kind of respect the dudes who they're just robbing banks they're actually just robbing like the registers. Like, you know, they don't ever go into the vault because their their aims are are not to uh, you know, have a heist mid-air where they're robbing like, you know, money that's being transferred like across, you know, international lines and then like freeing it into the rainforest. Uh, it's basically just so they have, uh, traveling money to go surf. just like, just to to constantly be catching like a, uh, the next wave. And I can, I can kind of respect that, like that their aims were so much smaller. The Edgar Ramirez, his Bodhi, like lecturing me about like, you know, returning everything back to nature. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like what? Like the gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you probably, if you want to be like an environmental activist, there's better ways than what you're like. I have no idea how this really helps, man. I don't know because because it seems like they want to uh they want to sort of change people's perceptions, and you you hear that actually from Swayze's character as well. But I think his aims are basically like recruiting people like. Uh, Johnny Utah where he can, you know, it's just much smaller scale. Like if people talk to him, maybe they'll like, you know, they'll, they'll hang out, they'll play football, they'll, they'll go surf. Whereas Edgar Ramirez, dude, like, you know, get into politics or something or, you know, go, you know, go protest something like people would probably have no idea what the hell you're doing. They just hear about this crazy news story about these people skydiving from space and freeing all this money. Like, it's not like they really, uh, they don't take to YouTube and say, here's the reason we're doing all this. They basically just tell Utah that.
0: Yeah, another difference was um, how both Bodies, you know, gained the trust or... Yeah, I'll go with that. Gain the trust of uh, Johnny Utah. Yeah, um, you know, Keanu Reese's character gets, gets jumped, kind of holds his own for a little bit, but Swayze jumps in, and then they take these guys down, and then boom, romance, right? And then in the remake, you got... You got uh, whiny Utah, you know, who's trying to show up everywhere, you know, at this underground fight and all these places. He just keeps showing up. Like, look, I want to be with the cool kids, and uh, that's he's the just, kid that you don't, for me. you don't invite to the
1: sleepover, and like, he so gets dropped off at your house, like basically, like he just like
0: no, he, he, no, not not even dropped off. He he shows up. It's like I, I heard you guys were having a sleepover. <laughs> Can I stay too? <laughs> you know. So that, that's the kind of guy he was uh, in, in the remake, and I'm just like. You know what if I'm one of these guys who are pulling off these ordeals nobody you have no rapport with the other guys why would anybody have you just join in after the second or third ordeal I I forget what, well no it was the fourth one where they meet so they've already completed three why bring in another another member that doesn't make any sense you don't need a certain amount. It's not like you're. uh This is like baseball or football or you know, basketball. It's not a gang. You yeah. don't just recruit people to do these. With well, they don't. You, they you
1: don't know. need a starting five. It's not like oh, we're no. you know someone. Yeah. You know, to go back to Heat. uh You know, it's not like they had one of their key members. Like oh, we need the driver. Like you know, he wasn't able to make it day, so we need him for this. This highest like. Uh I don't it's know. Not even like basketball, nobody got injured, so you didn't need a <laughs> substitution. No, and when they do get injured, you know, to their death, they don't seem to mind. So it doesn't you know, it doesn't matter. They can go on with just one or two people. Uh that that's a big, you know, plus to the original that they bring him in for the surfing lifestyle, but they never bring him in for the bank robberies. Like they don't it's not like, you know, hey man, you're a pretty good surfer. Like, you wanna put on this mask and go rob a bank together? Like at the point in the film where he actually is involved with the bank robbery he's a hostage and they have like another hostage they're they're, like forcing him to to go along uh basically Mm -hmm. to try to incriminate him so he will get off their case he'll be removed by the higher up so they can they can escape but yeah it would in this version of it they're like hey youtuber you want to you want to go rob something And it's like, as you said, like he, he's sort of given himself up as someone who is not to be trusted. Like he seems like an undercover agent who is just trying to like break into your, your gang for information. And, uh, I, I guess, you know, once they, they have their little fight club moment, uh, everything's cool. I I don't know. It doesn't really make much sense.
0: Well, I mean, when a guy uh, offers to light up your cigarette, I mean, that's, that's showing some kind of trust there. Um, Mm. the, I, I liked how in in the original, you know, Keanu Reeves gets that revelation. You know, when when he sees one of the surfers uh, mooning another another guy, he's like, "I've seen that ass before. I have seen that ass on videotape," <laughs> and and that was his uh, revelation. <laughs> so I, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, a, a man who knows asses. That's a yes, man of my own heart. I've seen that tan line uh, m- many a time. It, we have, you know, we have paused that scene to look at the ass. Um, Lori Petty, I I know her more from like Tank Girl, uh, in the Army Now, and also uh, uh, more recently, Orange is the New Black. You know, I'm a hmm. big fan I'm of that show. That. I would have said yeah. a Week of Their Own is the one I I most remember. Oh, I know she's in there, but I haven't seen that movie in okay. a really long time. Um, and I I know it's one of Carly's favorites, but uh, yeah, I I would like to go back and rewatch that. Um, I I don't. See, and I don't remember her character from there at all. I just re- remember Madonna, Gina Davis, Tom Hanks. She's, uh, Gina Rosie Davis's, uh, younger sister. Sister? yeah, Right. Okay. Um, yeah, but Lori Petty, I only know her from those things. So, uh, you know, obviously I didn't know her to be in this movie, but when I saw the, her name in the credits, I'm like, oh, well, another person I know, crazy. And I really liked the relationship between her. And, uh, Keanu Reese's character in, in, in the remake. Oh, I'm sorry. In the original, because in the remake, she's more of like a, like a child of the water. I don't know, man. She, <laughs> she is played really weird. Uh, Teresa Palmer is beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think the first time I seen her was like, I am four, you know, and then warm bodies right. more recently. So I, I, I recognized her face and like, I hated her in this movie because she looked a lot like Tristan Stewart in this movie. And, um, but also their relationship is completely different, you know, where you got the original, their stakes, you know, where at the end she is kidnapped. You don't get anything like that in the remake. It's just, she, she's there just to be the love interest and to have that one scene, you know, she was, she was not needed in this movie at all in the remake. And so I, I thought that was a, a very interesting thing too, because I also like the scene where Laurie Perry's character finds, um, you know, Johnny's a uh, badge because I, I thought that, you know, maybe Bodie was going to go reveal, you know, once they found out that uh, Keanu was a cop.
1: Yeah. And you, but because you never really know if she is involved uh, with this, because right. obviously she's had a prior romance with Swayze's character and, uh, she's, she's sort of the, 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 means of which Keanu gets introduced to this, this gang of surfers. Uh, so I did like that. Um, <clears throat> Because even having, you know, seen it before, I, I was trying to remember how the reveal kind of plays out and how that sequence of events transpires. Um, the only issue I have with her character is, you know, as we've talked about, she does become the somewhat the damsel in distress. Um, but I, I kind of forgive it because I think unlike the new one, it, it kind of, the movie calls out Swayze's version of Bodhi for being somewhat of a hypocrite that he's, you know, yeah. he seems averse to violence and it's like he passes it off on this other, you know, member of his surfing, uh, ex president's gang saying like, well, he's willing to hurt her. You know, I'm not a part of that, but it's like, well, no, you are like, you're the one kind of calling the shots. And he has this elaborate thing where he has a videotape, uh, where he shows that they've got her to, to force, uh, Keanu's character to, to help them escape and I I thought that was important to to call this guy a hypocrite. Um which I don't think that the
0: new film ever does, really. Mm. Is there a reason why that one guy that um uh Swayze uses is called Rosie? I mean that that was very <laughs> distracting that, that stuck out. Like why is his name Rosie?
1: <laughs> I don't um, know. It's a complete counter to how he acts. You know, he's not a not a very pleasant individual, so <laughs> so I
0: guess meant to play um ironic. Yeah, yeah I guess uh another another cameo that i really in, enjoyed was seeing tom sizemore as uh the dea agent undercover there that that was a nice exchange between him and busey that, mm-hmm. so that's that always uh nice to see two very uh, intense Thanos, over like. actors those two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think one of my favorite uh tom sizemore roles is um when he was on black hawk down still one of my favorites i i, I completely buy him as a uh, uh an infantry captain mm. <laughs> um yeah, I, I really like that guy. I would go with but, uh, uh,
1: True Romance, where he's just playing like an insane, like, coked out, like, L.A. detective. Like, that's that's the Tom Sides more I'll, I remember. Also, you know, Saving Private Ryan. I, I
0: like him a lot in that, so... I don't think he's that much different than, than his character in Black Hawk Down, to be honest, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll have to go
1: back and watch Blackhawk Down, but I, I know in Saving Private Ryan, uh, he's, he's a lot different than his, the, I guess the time, Tom Size, more like, uh, personality, really. He's a little, okay. a little bit more low key,
0: as much as he can be. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to revisit, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, let me see. Oh, what are, you, you recall any of uh, the other differences? I mean, um, Delroy Lindo. So, wh- what do you think about? Uh, th- they're completely two different characters. Harp, you know, who's his uh, supervisor in the in the original, and I don't even know Delroy Lindo's character's name, but I think
1: Hall. I think
0: for whatever reason, they
1: just didn't call him, you know, Harp. Basically, Harp. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I go with the with the, the the doctor from Scrubs. I go with McGinley. Yeah, McGinley. Um, uh-huh. He he's got some really uh, almost like late eighties action movie lines. Like he's really obscene, really coarse. Like as soon as he's like, uh, introduced to Johnny Utah, uh, he's basically calling him a fucking idiot. Like as soon as he walks in the door, um, he obviously has no respect for Gary Busey's, uh, Pappas. Uh, so I love those interactions. I, I think he fits in that world of just sort of being big and broad and overacting, Delroy Lindo has absolutely no fun. He's not given anything really interesting to say. Uh, he's, you know, supposedly, you know, in charge of Johnny Utah as far as he's supposed to be giving him sort of instructions. Uh, but he's constantly one-upped by this goddamn Luke Bracey. Like, and so I I actually felt bad for Delroy Lindo that he had to sit there and li- like try to act like Luke Bracey was like smarter
0: than him. Yeah, I, I I did too. You know, uh, I I did feel bad for him. I mean, he he's not even playing the trope of the of the uh the mad black captain, you know, you know like 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 Ice Cube or something. I mean, maybe he should have gotten Ice Cube for this movie um, cuz you know, he was in Triple X. Ice Cube
1: uh I I mean they I think that, that tr- star that trope has been uh probably used the best in uh the, the Jump Street series. Oh yeah, especially twenty two. Uh, yeah, yeah that. <laughs> they just have an extended takedown of that that particular stereotype. Um, yeah, it, it, there's, I mean, that's something you can kind of point out about uh, the original Point Break is that maybe it does fall into stereotypes more uh, because it feels like a very Shane Blacks or Lethal Weapon uh, mm-hmm. action movie at that time. As I said, coming off that eighties, this is from ninety one, but you know, it's got it's got a sense of style to it that this one does not at all like i mentioned that this erickson core had worked on fast and furious as a dp even the first fast and furious feels much more like the original point break in those 80s movies because you have characters saying sort of ridiculous uh you know macho things to each other uh i'm thinking of you know just the first interaction between like vin diesel and
0: um the tuna sandwich yeah the tuna
1: sandwich scene
0: uh which we kind of get in the original of uh (laughs) You know, when he goes to the shop and meets Lori Petty for the first time.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, yet again, like, it's just like the original Fast and Furious is just honoring that time period in action films. And this one, you know, I couldn't tell you if this was, if Point Break, if this was like from 95, 2005, 2015. It has no style. It has no, I don't know, it has no no substance whatsoever. And I... I just feel like if they're going to do it this way, then they shouldn't have even named it point break because obviously fast and furious. I don't think those producers got sued for, for ripping off the point break storyline. Um, and I think that it wouldn't have been critically as reviled because there was like a, (laughs) there was a big backlash even leading up to it that they're even remaking point break. Um, which I myself, even as a huge fan did not share because I acknowledge the fast and furious already did it. But if they just titled this, you know, something else, extreme sports related. Ozaki eight.
0: Ozaki eight. Well, well maybe not even that. Cause you got hateful eight coming out like the, uh, you know, the, the, the week after that might've been but better right.
1: for them. They, just for people mistaking what they were buying, like the tickets for like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, and I also think that it was beyond ridiculous to release this on Christmas day, um, with all the other huge releases, as you said, like hateful eight and star Wars. Like, I, I, I don't know what they were thinking. Um, But they did give us another episode to create, so I guess we thank them for that. I don't know. Maybe we should have just done Fast and Furious.
0: Yeah, well, no, actually, um, we we could have done the Fast and Furious, but that will be coming to you guys uh, when we remake this podcast, uh, Original Inspirations. So um, that's (laughs) – New, new podcast coming soon i was afraid
1: after doing two star wars episodes uh two episodes on a new hope that it's like wow if we did two point break we're gonna look like really lazy like we only like to watch you know <laughs> <laughs> that movie like once for you know
0: the month and then we're good yeah um yeah gosh i, I have nothing more to say on on the remake i wish i could That's... say okay let's like let's do the Great old end.
1: trick that we would do on war machine versus war Horse. is there three nice things you can say about the remake
0: Okay. Uh, the remake has a uh. Teresa Palmer, she's <laughs> she's very nice. We also liked less than Lori Petty, so. <laughs> the the character. Uh, but I will take uh, Teresa Palmer. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. Let, let uh, me. I, I'm apologize yet again to our female that, listeners. That's a or not, I guess.
1: Yeah. Let, let me. I, you know, we're into hot or not territory,
0: especially as women. Do we which... have female listeners? I mean, we barely have listeners. I, I send when, Carly. Again, Shout not, out to, to Carly. I to... Uh, so I oh, apologize is, Carly. Is she? Oh, okay. Um, yes.
1: I actually thought Lori Petty had that early, uh, like the, the short hair. Like it was very much early 90s. And, yeah. and I, I thought she was pretty cute. I don't know. She's got those kind of crazy eyes, which I really like. And she's got a very unique look. Like I've not seen her in Orange is the New Black but obviously yeah, she played, she played Tank Girl. Tank Girl is a weird yes. looking character and she looked yeah. like the comic book character. She looked like Tank Girl. So I saw her, I saw her and I was like, wow, she, I feel like the most they tried to do with Teresa Palmer is they just, uh, had her hair be dark and that was it. Like she didn't have anything in particular, like, I don't know, and, sort of
0: unique or hip looking about her. I guess that's why, you know, she kind of reminded me of Kristen Stewart, you know, cause of the, mm. that dark hair but back to what you're saying about Lori Petty's eyes um she actually plays you know a bit of a crazy person in uh, Orange is the New Black so uh so she still uh, works with that but she she has aged it's a, great her a little feature. bit I mean, Yeah yeah uh let me see the re- the remake uh it had a lot of nice aerial shots you know of skydiving and uh cliff jumping i i don't know what that sport is where you're basically wearing like the suit that has uh the webbed you know, Mm. wings and legs or whatever. That sequence was really cool. I like that. It was, you know, again, like I I said earlier in the episode that, you know, this, this was like a documentary for like extreme sports. I mean, that's what it felt like. I mean, a a lot of these stuff, it did kind of look fun to a certain extent, but even, even that, uh, sequence in the original where Keanu Reeves goes skydiving, you know, and he's, and even the scene leading up to that, you know, where they're all switching out parachutes. Oh, well, he he packed it, so here, no, take mine. Oh, you don't want to take that one. That's that's built for for neck breaking or whatever that line was. The, the There's things in both movies that make you, like, I, I, I still want to go skydiving. You know, I, I've never done it. I, I've always wanted to try it. I still want to try it. You know, I I see people like, well, why, why don't you start off with the, the indoor thing? I'm like, well, that's not skydiving. You know, that's air blowing at you and you're hovering a little bit. <laughs> but uh do do we even name two yet for the remake or did i name two you just named two yeah um... okay so let me see a third one i didn't like any of the characters not delroy not um not uh ray winstone i didn't um uh, you know and, and i'll be honest this is the first time i had uh, seen edgar ramirez and uh he was fine in, in the movie you know he's a handsome man uh good actor um yeah, I, I guess I see. That's going that, to th- be my third nice thing then
1: is, uh, okay. not exactly, you know, how he acts in, in this. Um, but it will lead you to watching him in Zero Dark 30, I hope, by Catherine Biglow that her. Well,
0: I, I have seen it and I, I, I feel like we brought that up in, in a War Machine versus War Horse episode too, where, uh, uh maybe when we talked about American Sniper or something, perhaps. Um, He has some great scenes with Jessica Chastain
1: where he's basically like one of the men sort of on the the ground that I guess he's somewhat undercover. He's like he's willing to uh, that sequence where they're trying to, I think, triangulate like cell phone and he's driving around the city. So he's very much like in danger. Uh, Yeah, I just I just think I think he's great in that sequence. And uh, he's the best part of joy, which has not gotten great reviews. So uh, he can be really good in a bad movie just here. He just has to deal with like really, really insufferable dialogue and basically just lecturing me to death. So um Yeah. I think I guess that's the three nice things. I don't know that it's not like extremely nice, but I think we tried. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm still trying to think of a third one. You know what? I, I think maybe maybe I like Bodhi's um you know, cohorts in the remake slightly better. Because I was able to kind of tell them apart. Except for, you know, the one thing I did like about the original was that the, one of the guys was uh, Bodhi's brother. You know, little brother who ultimately gets shot at the end. So, um, so there's a little bit of that in there. You don't get that from, from the remake. No, so, no, this Bodhi does not care at all about what happens to his. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, I'll see you later, friend. Yeah. You, you know, just, uh, <laughs> you, you die, I'll see you. Don't worry. Uh, I, I will see you again. You, you know, the, <laughs> Bringing it back to Fast and the Furious, <laughs> um, big circle here. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we even need to try to name three things for for the uh, original. Uh, much to like in there, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, 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 um, if I didn't have to, uh, well, if I didn't go out last night and had to edit, I actually was gonna watch it a, a second time for this review. Um, I, I did take uh, some some notes when, when I did watch the original. And for whatever reason, when I got this new laptop, and when I put it to sleep, anything that's open closes. Like, it, it, when I open up the screen from sleep, no, nothing's open. It's really weird, so it closes everything. So uh, I didn't get my notes saved. You know, it, was a little, little it sounds tick-touch. like it was a, also... uh, a porn machine you have there, like the security ah. feature
1: <laughs> to shut everything down. Oh, you're right. I didn't turn that off.
0: <laughs> the privacy mode is still activated. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it is weird though. I wonder if it is some kind of setting. It's super weird, but I mean, even yeah, my notes notes were closed. Didn't even ask to save. Well, there's the there's the third nice thing then. This has encouraged you to watch the original again, so you now ah. have that in your life. So that I mean, well, there that's, we go. Yeah, I mean, I I own it on Blu-ray, and you know, I I um. When I got done with the movie, it was kind of late, uh, but I really wanted to check out the d- deleted scenes to to kind of talk about that. And uh, I was okay with not watching it just because we weren't going to be covering, you know, uh, like just a mini, I mean, an actual review on the original. Yeah, I didn't
1: get a chance to see me. This is actually the first time I watched it on Blu-ray. I, I think I mm-hmm. bought it uh, maybe a couple of years ago, at like a Black Friday type sale in a bin and uh i i noticed that but i also i think was wrapping this up like at 1 in the morning so I, d- I didn't get a chance to to do it so
0: oh yeah same thing for me it was like one my time also i i did throw on some um some of these special features just to mm-hmm. have in the background you know so it was nice to kind of see uh, patrick swayze a little bit and it, it was funny how they had like no keanu uh on any of the special features or n- mm-hmm. none that i watched anyway um you know, there was one part that kind of made me groan a little bit in the original, and it's when uh, they're going around trying to, like, uh, rip hair out of, like, surfers on the beach. And then, uh, you know what scene I'm talking about? They're trying to do what now? The, um, they they found out there's, like, a, like hair follicles. Oh, yes, that, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's that part where Keanu's like, yeah, dude, bro, you know, brah, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, so there's his Ted character right yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, so that came out, and I was just like, "Ugh." <laughs> so maybe that's why he didn't come back for the documentary or some of the behind the scene footage. Like, you guys made me do that because <laughs> I still remember, like, one wasn't it the Academy Awards where they tried to make him say "Whoa" like on the teleprompter? I don't know. And did he go for it, or did he? Did no, he die he's like, I, "I am not... not saying that." And then whoever <laughs> was on stage with him like leaned over and was like, "Whoa,
1: <laughs> good for him, Keanu. You don't yeah. have to, you don't have to dance for us like you're." some sort of you know chimp in the circus or something like it that's right he he breaks out the woe when he wants to uh yeah. okay so before we you know do our usual spiel do you have anything in mind for next time since you know we have no no you know new movie or anything that uh is going to inspire us to to watch a an original it's just going to be picking them randomly off netflix or the shelf so
0: anything that came to mind while you're watching point break uh, not while I was watching point break but there is one that we had scheduled um that we uh didn't get a chance to and uh, I I would like to check out birdcage because I still haven't seen that you're going to so. make
1: me watch a foreign film peter I thought we were going to take it easy and you're like hey let's let's get into french comedies but
0: okay all right well <laughs> well in that case uh we will put a uh, a bookmark on this and uh if you want to come back and edit in our our toys but i i feel we we, we've never even really announced it you know in the first i don't know what was this going to be episode 15 or something so the first 13 episodes i don't think we ever did that so um no it's it's
1: rare that we do but uh yeah this is just more inside baseball for us as far as like what are we going to do next because we had star wars and point break like on the horizon so we kind of knew we were going but uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll think about it. Yeah, it. yeah, it might be birdcage. I know you'll have to check out the next episode to see what we uh we decided off off mic. But uh, right,
0: yeah. Please subscribe. No, you can't subscribe to the show. So you'll, you'll we've have actually to... been
1: getting messages. I've noticed on Twitter, like, hey, where can we find the show? Where is the show?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you'll you'll have to uh, if you have you know any podcast catching app, you, you'll have to throw in the feed. Uh, otherwise, you have to go to followingfilms.com or Podbean. Why know, would they or, want to go to
1: followingfilms.com, Peter? Well,
0: because you can find other great shows like uh, Hydrate Level 4, which uh, I host on there, and also Original Remake.
1: I think you're forgetting the best one, aren't you? War Machine vs. War Horse. I was going to say Pop Culture Case Study for, for our, oh, our fan, Dave. but Okay, uh, now hold on. <laughs> I, I mean
0: the last time i gave a shout out to the other guys and you're like oh no i, I thought it was to be us two. so so where i just do like me giving you this or attempting an assist here that uh, got knocked out of the way by i'm
1: i'm playing that uh, hoosier ball where i'm just like we have to pass it around like 5 times before we can shoot so uh, i got gotcha. you um, but you can okay, find yeah. me on uh on twitter at war machine horse and you can find my uh, friend here peter at hlf podcast or is it Pod? I can't remember.
0: Nope oh, it's, it's podcast. podcast. And you know what? I, I want to give a shout-out to Dave, because I don't know if he has any plans on reviewing uh, the new movie, but uh, I, I think it was on Twitter or maybe in, uh, an episode of his that he said he was going to check it out just because. You know, like, he, it didn't sound like he, he had any plans to review. I think he wanted just to kind of see, like, how how it is, you know, in yeah. comparison to the original movie. So shout-out to you, Dave, for... Going to go check out this piece of shit, you know? So swiping let's get into that, our questions. Swiping that movie pass, definitely. Got to make it count. Yeah, look, look, at you, uh, look at you guys for, you know, I, I, I wish I could do that. I just don't have the time, and that's not what my show is about anyway, you know, reviewing the new movies. But I envy I, you guys. What, what is you your know? show about? Oh, well, you know, we take a nostalgic look at uh, movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, and I, I, I try to get, you know, people that are uh, younger than I, a different generation, to kind of give uh, perspectives on, on the movie. So, um, you know, at the time of this recording, my recent episode that will be released is, uh, Mr. Holland's Opus from 1996. And, uh, it was, it was a, a nice talk with, uh, guest Alicia Johnson from Real Red Reviews. And you see the generational gap because we talk a little bit about some of the things that came out in 1996, you know, movies and music. And, um, uh, she did not know what some of those were. So that was really interesting to, to hear. And if you'd
1: like to check out my show War Machine versus Warhorse, we take a new release such as Point Break, uh, which I do believe I'm going to try to, uh, you know, pimp out original remake a little bit and take a piece of this this conversation with Peter and put that as our new review on that episode, and that's going to inspire a conversation about action movies uh, with uh, characters. Either you know using adrenaline uh, for their benefit or uh, villains uh, putting our heroes in situation to get their adrenaline up. And we talked about speed and the Fast and the Furious with uh, a guest from the Movie Madness podcast. So uh, check out that episode if uh, you know if you're listening to this one. This will be out first, but that's what you you have to look forward to over at
0: War Machine Horse. Can I give you uh, two suggestions to choose from for said clip? Sure. All right. I would like to hear either our talk about uh, Patrick Swayze, you know, possibly doing, you know, naked yoga on the beach. Of course. Or when uh, Keanu had his revelation by saying, I have seen that ass.
1: <laughs> I think we can, I can make both work. we'll, we'll try. Well, to... There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Original Remake. You know, we usually take uh, two weeks off. Uh, you know, sometimes we, we try to play catch up as we did over the holidays. And give you more episodes, but usually it's two weeks. So if you want to contact us on Twitter, if you're listening to this, give us some suggestions. We don't have a new release that's going to, uh, inspire, uh, an episode. So, uh, just, yeah, give us an original remake and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it on a future episode.
0: Oh, there we go. Uh, do, do we, I don't even think we really need to answer the questions, uh, our, our unusual questions, which, you know, um, we'll go ahead and put out. I, I think we're going to kind of get rid of. You know, kind of, kind of reworked that a little bit, but uh, (laughs)
1: we've we've had some very one sided matchups. It's been the reason.
0: (laughs) But I I will say this: Uh,
1: one of our questions is, if you watch the uh, the remake, do you get a good idea of why the original is like you know so famous or so successful, and why was it remade? I would say not. If I was a new kid and I watched, if I had no exposure to the original Point Break and I watched the 2015 version, I would I would be really turned off by that. I'd be like, well, that. Yeah, you know, did they just remake a really bad movie that was that was stupid? So
0: uh, that's... you mean me? Because <laughs> that's exactly how I saw this movie, and I I don't know how many times I checked my phone, but I wonder if that's because you know I went on a night that was um we, we had uh, uh I forgot what what it's called uh, freezing rain. We had freezing rain this evening. My wife actually told me not to go um, because yeah, the, you risked your life really for a Point Break, huh? now that you put it that way i feel much more of an idiot (laughs) um but i just knew that i you know had i not watched it that night it it would have killed me you know as far as the scheduling like it it just it wouldn't worked out i i would have had to do like two movies in one night before our recording and that's rough so yeah i i went at a very slow speed you know i I got to the theater just fine took me like 15 minutes it wasn't bad um but yeah, yeah. Watching it, I checked my phone often. You know, I tweeted. Uh, I, I kind of joked on Twitter. I, I said that, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but it had looked like I rented out the theater to myself. You know, but again, road conditions were bad, and it's a remake nobody asked for,
1: right? <laughs> Which begs the question: I, I don't. This is probably an episode no one asked for, but uh, here it is. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it. If you made it this far, uh, hope you're into it. So uh, hopefully, we'll we'll talk to you soon on social media and. Uh, keep listening, and uh, you know, one day leave us an iTunes review. Whenever I uh, finally put us up there, <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: by the time you put us up there, iTunes will be like, "Yeah, we're we're done with the the whole iTunes thing. Here's a it's <laughs> s- s- a new a new app for you guys to use." Uh, I don't think it was very clear, but uh, Mike, what would you suggest? The original or the remake? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go
1: with the uh, the original. Um, Pretty much on all counts. I don't. I don't know if we found one redeeming thing about the the new one. Even I even went to bat for Lori Petty. So yeah, I, I think it's a clean sweep for
0: me. Uh, the original yep. by far. I agree with you. I, I I just needed that question answered, and um yeah. So so, so that's it for me.
1: All right. So uh,
0: us. yeah. Next time we'll figure out if
1: we're doing the Birdcage or something else. So all right, we'll uh, talk to you all soon. Tune in
2: later. Thank mm-hmm.